0: Just another day, 100-degree heat. It's so hot in the gym that those barbells over there, I can't even touch them. Just, they're just energy deposits of heat. So I was thinking as I was walking over here, because I've wrestled with this question a lot, like why are some people successful, why are they not? And when I say success, I mean, obviously, you think of monetary success, you think of like societal su- success, but it's not just that, it's also happiness, fulfillment, purpose, you know, a balance between like obsessive, obsessive uh, accumulation of resources and enjoying life and taking a break and, you know, doing other things that are fulfilling like hobbies or art or, you know, things that don't have a commercial gain per se. So I think about this a lot and I don't have this figured out by any means. I, I have figured out a lot of things though. I've set up my professional life to be where I can set my schedule 100%. I can work anywhere I want, whenever I want. Nobody tells me what to do. I've been doing that for a long time. I don't really know... <laughs> if I would survive any other way. So it's one of those things I just had to do it, right? I had, to, I had to be an entrepreneur to be able to do that. But you could be a freelancer and you could do that. You could be a remote employee, you could do that. Like there's a lot of things. So I know I'm getting off tangent. What, what separates those that are successful in life, happy, fulfilled, acquire resources, you know, have good relationships, do all these different things. What, like, why is it that some people seem to have so many of these things figured out? Or it seems where they just come so naturally to them. There's probably two ideas here I need to to kind of vet out. The first idea is you make your hobby something that's gonna make you money, right? And bring you success. You know, everyone says follow your passion. It's very vague, it's hard to to quantify, but let's just take the making money, the success part, right? Whether that's Alkalades, uh, you know, a brand making actual dollars, whatever. Usually they're all kind of wrapped up together. In today's world with the internet, everybody can be a personal brand. Everybody should be a personal brand, right? So there's never been, it's an explosion of being able to do something you're passionate about and make money from it. I think most people that find success, right? Just success here. I'm not talking about like some of the happiness stuff because there's a lot of people that are successful, but don't have the happiness. I'm going to kind of get to that as part two. I think most people that find monetary, tangible success in our modern society are able to make it their hobby, something that will bring them that success. Maybe it's writing, maybe it's being an author or something they probably would do anyways, right? Maybe it's it's art, maybe it's YouTube videos talking to a screen. It could be fitness, it could be a sport. When you identify that thing that you're gonna do anyways and you can connect it to a financial gain, I mean, that's what most people want, right? That's, That's like the holy grail. I'm not gonna pretend that before the invention of the internet, this was easy. You could still do it, you know? You could just become, you could make your hobby making money. Like, think about that. If your hobby was making money, almost everything you would do to make money would be fun. It'd be your hobby. You'd do it anyways. Now, for me, it's not my hobby. My hobby is kind of do things first that I enjoy, and then I try to figure out how to make money from it, okay? And a lot of things I'm not going to be able to make money from. That's fine. Like, I don't work on my fitness because I'm trying to make money. I work on my fitness because I want to live a long time and feel good the the entire process, right? I've still, But, I, you know, that still has a, a reward to it, an investment of time, and I get a reward. I know those people that just want to make money no matter what. I'm not that type of person. But if I was, I could see how it could be fun. And what I think is a lot of people that make that work, where their hobby itself is making money and they can almost make money, like it doesn't matter what they're doing. If they're making money, they're good. I could see how you could end up just doing that for your whole life because it's the making money part. It's, It's the game part. Like it's the playing of the game. I think all the time about people that make millions of dollars and they keep working. I'm like, what is that about? And then I've identified a while ago that when I hit a certain amount, like let's say I have a few million dollars at some point in my life and I, I'm basically set for life as long as I kind of manage my investments. I mean, that's been my goal for a while is to, is to be able to live off my investments and just, you know, write, think, do videos, travel, do, you know, do, do whatever I want at that point. That's, that's like my end goal. Okay. I've long ago identified that I still need to be working on something. Otherwise, life will be meaningless. Right. So I identified that a long time ago. Th- the first thing is, if you can connect hobbies to something that you can monetize, usually just requires a little bit of thinking too. Like if you're a gamer, maybe you're not going to be the best gamer in the world, but you don't have to be. PewDiePie wasn't the best gamer in the world. He just made funny videos and he played games the whole time and he became the top YouTuber in the on, in, in the world. He has a He has a larger reach than most news organizations. He kind of fell into that, but maybe you want to be a Twitch streamer. Maybe you wanna have a small channel and sell a course or sell a product or promote other products and get shout out sponsors and advertisers, whatever, right? And you keep doing your gaming and then on the side, you kind of build a business around it. Maybe it's your art. Maybe you wanna have an Etsy shop. Maybe you wanna make handmade things. You're gonna do it anyways. So why not connect a little bit of business to it? If you can find that thing you're gonna do anyways and you can connect it to monetization, that's like the holy grail. That's what we're all after, right? You want, you know, that's, I guess you could say it's finding your passion. Kind of is. It can't be. It's a part of it. The second thing that I'm thinking about, and then I'll let you go. It seems like people that are successful, in fact, I know this for sure. Successful people have a growth mindset. Fixed mindset believes this is the way I am. These are my skills. Basically take it or leave it. And what that does is it closes them off from, it closes them off from growth. A growth mindset is... I can pretty much accomplish anything and get good at anything, get good enough at least, if I invest time. Now, I had a fixed mindset about math when I was younger. I I would always say things like, I'm just not good at math. And the school system kind of reinforced that because I didn't do well. And then I got into business and I got a knack for spreadsheets and formulas and things. I'm like, wow, I'm actually good at math. That's crazy. And then now, in my mind, I can be as good at math as I want. That's the key. That is the key. And this is something that's kind of like a prerequisite for being like a full-blown entrepreneur. And it's kind of a prerequisite for building any business or like trying to make money with anything. Because to build revenue from nothing, you have to have some positive kind of growth mindset. You have to believe that if you invest time and energy, you'll get a return. And if you have a fixed mindset and it's very rigid, and the more rigid it is, the more blind you're going to be to the opportunity. And thus, when you're blind to the opportunity... You don't invest time, right? You don't see the point. You can't even fathom it. Take that gross mindset and apply it to something you enjoy doing that you would do anyways. And then see if you can turn that into a business. And you're not always going to. You, don't, you shouldn't always want to because sometimes you turn it into a business and then you don't even enjoy the thing anymore. You, know? you don't want it to kind of infiltrate and take over and then you don't enjoy the thing you're doing. But again, with everything, there's, there's left, there's right. The golden mean somewhere in the middle, as Aristotle said, find the golden mean. So that's my little thought of the day in here at the gym and 100 degree Texas weather, sweating. Feels good though, you know? I'm done with that. And I was tired. I went into this, I was tired, but I'm done with it. And I get to relax the rest of the day and I'm healthier and I feel better and, you know? And I also get the, the fitness aspect of it, right? Get the fitness aspect of it. So that's it for today. Wherever you're seeing this, subscribe. I'm putting out a lot more. I want to build an audience here that I have a relationship with, that I can get to know. That I, I mean, already a lot of my subscribers on like, Ancestral Mind, uh, I already know, I recognize a lot of their names. And like we already, you know, they comment, I leave a comment. We kind of go back and forth sometimes. It's, it's pretty cool. It's a really cool thing. I won't make millions of dollars with, with, with my content like this. Although I, I shouldn't say that. Maybe that's a fixed mindset. But it's unlikely. But I'm not upset about that. It actually in a weird way, it almost motivates me more than ever to like crank content out, just to, reach like a, some, like just to reach a few more people to make it worth it, you know? I remember what it was like growing up, like basically with the invention of the internet and having AOL, having a Quantex computer that I took apart eventually. It was a 200 megahertz processor. It was like $2,200, we got it. It was so amazing. It was like, literally, was my life. And then I played Age of Empires. Then I had my own computer. And I'm forever grateful to my, my mom and family for that. I mean, that's, that's, that's why I've done anything in life is because that computer, I forgot what my point was there, but no, I remember what it was like when I got into personal development and self-help and I had businesses and I had relationships and I did all these things. And I literally just like, I mean, we're talking 10 years having to learn a lot of things the hard way. I guess you could say 15 years at this point now that I'm 35, 15 years of having to learn things a lot of the hard freaking way. And I didn't have access to the internet and to YouTube and these things that are available today. I can't even fathom where I might've been or be. And, I'm, and I don't look at that as regret. Like that's my life, that's my story. I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy for it. Obviously I made mistakes and I, and I learned from those. That's who I am. Like scars make you who you are, right? That's fine, I'm not in regret of that. But I do also, even moving forward now, believe that I should try to learn from other people as much as possible and prevent mistakes as much as possible. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make them, but maybe I can reduce the severity. So that's what I wanna do with this. I wanna help people stop spending so much time and money and suffering, you know, especially when it comes to nutrition and health. Like, there's so much bad information out there. In fact, even in self-help, there's a lot of bad information. And it's just like, either it's puffy or it's missing the point or, yeah, yeah that's it. I know, I can keep going on. I'm already 11 minutes, gosh. All right, subscribe. Let me see you in the next one.